The Bible story for this week is the nativity of our Lord and the angels singing the Gloria in excelsis Deo. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, every one to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven, that the shepherds said to one another, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. And when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. These familiar words of the Christmas story that we hear every Christmas Eve, leading up and including the circumcision of our Lord, are the ground of certainty and the source of great comfort for us during difficult times in our lives. What are the points that we should take home from this reading? Number one, the birth of Jesus Christ 
is an historical event. That is particularly highlighted at the beginning of Luke's account of the Nativity of our Lord, mentioning the Roman Emperor Caesar Augustus, as well as Quirinius, the governor of Syria. The census that took place was a census for the purpose of levying taxes. The second point we should note is that Jesus is the Christ, the son of David, born in fulfillment of the promises of the Old Testament scriptures. Joseph was a legal descendant of King David from the tribe of Judah. Mary was a biological descendant. The ancestral uh, city of origin was Bethlehem, uh, the city of David, because, as it says, he was of the house and lineage of David. So Jesus is the Christ, the anointed one, the son of David, born in fulfillment of the promises of the Old Testament. Number three, the glory of God that shines around the shepherds is the eternal love and mercy of God for sinners in the gift of this child, the son of God born in human flesh. It's the glory of God's eternal love and mercy in the gospel of Jesus. And that's that same glory that was suspended above the mercy seat and between the cherubim in the Ark of the Covenant in the Old Testament. In the face of such glory, uh, the shepherds are afraid, as any sinful, weak human being would be. And that leads us to number four. The angel of the Lord proclaimed the gospel to the shepherds. Do not be afraid. There is born to you a Savior. That is the gospel. Uh, do not be afraid. Throughout the scriptures is a word of absolution and forgiveness for fearful, trembling sinners. There is born to you a Savior. What comforting words this would have been for the shepherds. And this is at the heart of what they proclaimed uh, widely throughout Judea from Bethlehem and into Jerusalem and the surrounding uh, countryside after they saw and witnessed the Christ child. And number five, the swaddling cloths and a manger bed uh, is the sign that Jesus is born to save the lowliest of sinners for all of humanity. And he is born as a tiny infant laid there in the manger designating him as the savior of sinners from the tiniest child conceived in his mother's womb to the most aged adult. Number six, the angels of heaven sing of the glory of God's grace and forgiveness that is given to the earth in the birth of God's son. So glory to God in the highest. I mean, God's God's love and mercy in the highest. It speaks of his divine nature is really seen in the goodwill that he shows to mankind, which is a reference to God's grace, uh, proclaimed and shown to mankind in the birth of his only begotten son. So glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Uh, that really summarizes that is God's grace that is shining forth upon the shepherds and there in the manger bed as the Savior of all people is born. So that on the day of our Lord Jesus' uh, circumcision, the name given by the, angel to by, by the angel Gabriel to Mary and to Joseph, Jesus, 
is then given to him. It means the Lord is salvation. Literally, he is the Lord and he is salvation. The birth of the Son of God in human flesh is an historical event. It took place in human history during the reign of Caesar Augustus. Jesus the Christ was born according to the promise of God in the Old Testament. He is both Son of God and Son of David, the anointed Christ who brings the peace and the goodwill of God's grace and forgiveness to the earth. Man cannot climb up to God and reach Him by his own works. God has come down from heaven to save sinful man by the death and resurrection of his Son. The sign of his grace and mercy to sinners is his lowly birth of the Virgin Mary in a cattle stall, the swaddling cloths that draped his body, and the manger bed where he lay. There was no room for them in the inn of Bethlehem because his own relatives would not recognize his birth. As the Apostle John recorded, he came to his own, and his own did not receive him. Jesus' humiliation and suffering for the sins of the world began with his conception and birth. An angel of the Lord announced his birth to the shepherds and proclaimed to them the gospel, saying, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. The glad tidings is the message of the gospel of God's undeserved loving kindness and grace to sinners. The angels of heaven give glory to God for this message in the singing of the Gloria in excelsis. The angels of heaven sing because God's peace and goodwill in the forgiveness of sins has descended from heaven to earth in the birth of God's Son in human flesh. The angel's message draws the shepherds to Bethlehem, moves them to confess the wonders of God's grace, is pondered by Mary in her heart, and is summarized in the meaning of Jesus' name, the Lord is salvation. Forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation come by the name of Jesus, who was born, suffered, died, and was raised again for our justification. That is, that we might be declared righteous for the sake of Jesus, who suffered and died for us under the law. All this happened in fulfillment of what was written by the prophet Jeremiah in Jeremiah 23, verses 5 and 6. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will raise to David a branch of righteousness. A king shall reign and prosper and execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. In his days, Judah will be saved and Israel will dwell safely. Now this is his name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. The birth of the Son of God in human flesh and his circumcision on the eighth day show himself to be fully aligned with our humanity. And the birth of the Son of God in human flesh is the light that shines into the darkness of this world so that no matter what we are going through, our Lord Jesus, the Son of God, is with us. He whom the sea and wind obey doth come to serve the sinner in great meekness. Thou Christian heart, whoe'er thou art, be of good cheer, 
and let no sorrow move thee. For God's own child in mercy mild joins thee to him. How greatly God must love thee. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we give thanks to you for the birth of your only begotten Son, our Savior Jesus Christ. Comfort us with the sign of the manger and his swaddling clothes, so that in our suffering and struggle with sin, we might know that we have your peace and goodwill. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs>